You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this godly hour. <laughs> godly hour of the day. I believe that these are the most strategic hours of the day. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. God used to visit Adam in the cool of the day. The cool of the day, according to scientists, the cool of the day, the coolest time of the day is between 3 and 6. So that means it's around this time God used to come and visit Adam. So you are in the right place. <laughs> yeah. There's something godly about it. And it's interesting. Most, most visitations take place between those hours. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, most visitations take place within those hours. Most angelic visitations happen around those times. Yeah. They do. So it's a, it's, a, it's a significant time. And when I say godly hour, it's not just a joke, it's real. <laughs> yes. So I believe that um, we're in for something. Yeah, I know it's not, it's not very usual. Um, many places it's usually in the evenings, but I think this, is, this works out perfect. It's just hard on the flesh, but it's okay. All right. We've been talking about the new breed that God is raising. Are you tired of the new breed? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's exciting when you think about it. Especially when you think about the glamorous aspect <laughs> of the new breed that God is raising. And, uh, but today I want to talk about certain things about this new breed. Especially the process that God is taking um, taking this new breed through. Let me tell you this, and I can say it authoritatively. And there's nobody, right? There's nobody that is able to do anything significant for God on the earth without going through a process. Do you understand me? Yeah, without going through a process. And this process takes years. Yeah, it takes years. So, um, they, it's years of training, years of testing, years of proving, years of pruning. Years of being stretched. Years of your faith being put to test. 
years of going into fires, coming out. Do you understand? Yeah. All of this is very important, is necessary because of what you're going to handle in future. If you don't go through the process, if you don't go through the process that God has ordained, you will not be able to handle what you were destined to handle. Yeah. So, the, the sad part is that many of us look to the world for our learning. Now, there are things that you can learn from the world, but when it comes to principles of life, you don't get it from them. Are you getting me? Yeah. They, they will not teach you about certain things. They will not teach you about laying down your life, for example, for your brother. It's not there. Am I correct? Yeah. They will not teach you about humbling yourself. Yeah. So there, there are many things that are missing even in the orientation that we receive through whether it's through our education or whatever. There are some good things. Make no mistake about it. There are some good things you get. But it's so limited if it's for you to carry the glory of God. <laughs> because they, they don't know glory. They don't understand glory. They're not interested in glory. So why would they even pay attention to what it takes to carry the glory? They don't know. And they're not even interested. If you talk to them about it, it just doesn't make sense. But you and I know <laughs> that it matters. It matters. So, let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians. Chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And I'll read from verse 7. It says, But we have this treasure... In earthen vessels. Come on. You have treasure. It says, We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. What does this mean? What is this treasure we're talking about? Oh. This, what did I say? Three. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay, chapter 4. Yes, verse 7. Chapter 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Vessels of clay. Jars of clay. We have treasure. And what is this earthen vessel? It's talking about your body. Your body is the earthen vessel. Your body is the earthen vessel. Let's read it in the Amplified. It says, However, we possess this precious, 
precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel, in frail human bodies, huh? frail human vessels of earth, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be from God and not from ourselves. Can you see? So, if God, and I, that is one of the things that upsets the devil, because, look, how can you put so much treasure in dirt? Because this is dust, right? How can you invest so much in dust? The devil was not made from dust. He was made with precious stones, musical instruments, harps, flutes, all those things inside him. I mean, the guy, he was made with some material from God himself. Because when you, when you look at what he was made of, there are some parts of scripture that you see that this, these are things, part of what God has within himself. So God took from himself and made him. But then when it came to man, God went to the dust. And then he puts his image. He didn't put his image in Satan. He didn't. He puts his image in us. And he says, you are going to carry my glory. You will carry my glory. So, we have this treasure. It's treasure. What you are carrying is treasure. You might say, oh, well, I'm so worthless. I'm this and that. It's a lie. It's a lie. You are not listening to God. You are listening to someone else. God never said that about you. Yeah. Oh, I feel weak. So what? Is dust not weak? Is it, is, isn't it supposed to be weak? Didn't he know that weakness before he put the treasure there? Didn't he know that this jar of clay might break? Didn't he know before he put the, the, the most treasured the most treasured thing that he has, he put it inside that jar. But he knows there's a risk. Yes? So we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the grandeur and the exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be from God. So that when people see the power, they will not say, wow, you are so great. No, it's not about you. You're not great. You're not great. You're carrying a great God. Huh? Years ago, I went to minister somewhere. And at the end, they get to say, wow, great man of God. Great. I say, hey, I don't want trouble. I'm the man of a great God. Not a great man of God. Oh, I don't need that. Because you have to understand human nature... The same people that praise you are going to shout, crucify him. Oh, you don't know? 
That's man for you. They praise you today. I'm telling you, tomorrow they will stab you. They will nail you to the cross. So don't be fooled by people's applause. Don't be fooled by it. I was told many years ago, in my early 20s, by a mentor of mine, Eric, when, you, when God uses you, and you go, no matter what people say, when you go home, lie down on the floor and say, Lord, I don't deserve it. It belongs to me. Don't take it in. <laughs> and it has been a guiding principle for me for many years. Okay? Why? The excellence of the power is not of us. It's of Him. Alright? And now, look at what he says in verse 8. He says, We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, not in despair. Now, this is a process. It's a process. God will take you through situations that are hard. Hard-pressed. Years ago, the Lord said to me, when we were in Cape Town going through certain things, He says, I brought you here to toughen you. You, you, if God is toughening you, you better have the right attitude. Because it's God working. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because this breed we're talking about is not going to boycott God's process. They're not going to shy away from God's process. If it's hard, get harder. Come on. I say get harder. Get tougher. Yeah. You're carrying treasure. Don't behave like someone that has nothing. Even if your bank account is zero, you are carrying treasure. Yeah. So, we are perplexed, but not in despair. Eesh. It's confusing. I can't explain it. It doesn't make sense. So what? It's part of the process. Go through it. Come on. Say, um, I, I mean, I, I just want you to embrace it. Yeah. Just embrace it. Because there's something he's working. There is a place he's taking you to. You don't know. You've never been there before. And you don't know the way. But he knows. And if he's in charge, you better trust him. Okay? He says, persecuted but not forsaken. People will say all sorts of things about you. It's okay. If they slander you, praise God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Pastor, I don't like this part. I, I just like the power dimension. I like the place where we deal with principalities 
where we, you know, this is part of the process. This is part of the process. If I don't tell you this, I won't be telling you the truth. You, you must be balanced. Okay? You cannot only feed on candies and uh, huh? chocolates. Happy for breakfast, happy for <laughs> lunch, happy. Huh? <laughs> like somebody was telling me, a friend of mine was telling me about uh, this man, his, um, his wife asked him to make breakfast for the children. So the guy just comes down, stares to the kitchen, looks, 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 looks. And then he just slices some cake, man. <laughs> he gives them a chocolate cake, and they are just singing, Daddy is the best. Daddy is the best. <laughs> and the guy is enjoying it. And she hears them from upstairs singing. She's in bed. She's not feeling very well. She comes up. Why are they singing? They've got chocolate cake for breakfast. <laughs> Very easy. That's the way to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want them to like you. Just keep giving them chocolate cake. Huh? Yeah, don't tell them to eat boring bread or bo you know, all this boring stuff. Give them something interesting. And then you will be the best. Mommy just gives us you know, stuff that is not interesting. Huh? Wheat beaks. What is that? Why, why, why should we eat that when there is cake? <laughs> so spiritually, that's how, that's how some of us are. That's how we are. When the healthy stuff, no, no, no. This is not okay. No, I don't like this. I don't like this. It doesn't taste nice. Huh? Sometimes my children say, no, it doesn't taste nice. I say, listen, it's not only nice things that are good for you. Yeah, some things don't have to taste nice, but they are good, so you eat it. All right? God knows why he made all kinds of plants. Isn't it? Uh, there are some that are Hot. <laughs> he knows why he made chilies, right? <laughs> Just eat it. <laughs> yeah. Everything doesn't have to be grapes. <laughs> yeah. He made nuts. He made all these things. We put them all together. Then we are healthy. Mm. So, when you are persecuted, even if they beat you for Christ, it's in order. They lie against you. It's in order. Just take it. Don't complain. Say, Lord, Thank you for counting me worthy to go through this for you. 
It's a privilege. I'm telling you. You need to go and read Fox's book of matters and see how the apostles died. Incredible. When you read that book, you will be more serious with God. When people like Peter were crucified upside down. He had the opportunity to escape. Ran out of Rome. Nero was after him. Ran out. As he went outside, Jesus appears to him. Jesus, you've been away for so long. Why why didn't we've been waiting for you since? He says, I've come to be crucified again the second time. Immediately, Peter remembered the conversation in the book of John. When you are old, another will hold your hand and lead you to where you don't want to go. And this, he said, signifying the kind of death that Peter will die to glorify God. When Jesus said that, immediately he knew, it's not for me to escape. And he went back to be arrested. And he was about to be crucified. He says, I don't deserve to be crucified. He says, I want to be crucified upside down. I'm not up to my master. So nail me and put me upside down. Can you imagine? (laughs) And you think you don't go through anything and you want to go and carry the same reward with Peter? Are you kidding me? It's not possible. All right. Yes, persecuted but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed. You might have been struck down. But listen, you are not destroyed. Nothing can destroy you. There is no power that can destroy you. Jesus says, don't even be afraid of those who can kill the body and cannot do anything to the soul. But be afraid. Fear him that can kill your body and kill your soul and put it in hell. That's the one we should fear. Hmm? Struck down, but not destroyed. This breed will not be shaken by anything. They will be strong. Stronger than strong. If there's anything like that. Yes? It says... Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Carrying in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Put that in the Amplified. Verse 10. Look at this. It says, always carrying about in the body the liability and exposure to the same putting to death that Jesus suffered so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be shown forth by and in our bodies. Jesus suffered, eh? Go and study Roman history. How they crucified. You know that what Jesus went through was no joke. Hmm? 
So it's a privilege for us to carry, to go through what he went through. Do you understand? It's a privilege. One of the problems of the body of Christ today is that we have raised Christians who are so self-centered. Huh? Self-centered. They love self more than any other thing. That's why they will treat each other anyhow. That's why they'll betray each other because of love of self. And it's a sign of the last days. In the last days, people shall be lovers of themselves. Do you understand? And that's why Jesus said we need to deny ourselves. If you are going to be his disciple, you must deny yourself. Lovers of self more than lovers of God. So, this breed is going to change that. They are going to go, it will be counterculture. Where there is so much self-preservation, where there is so much self, self-love is exalted above measure. Now, I'm not saying you should hate yourself. Self-hate is wrong. He said, deny self. In other words, don't allow self to be on the throne of your heart. Yeah? Self must not be on the throne. Jesus is, is the one that deserves the throne, right? Mm. Yeah. So, it says, for we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake. Hmm? that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. How many people want to carry the life of Jesus in the flesh? Not just in the spirit, in the flesh. So there are things you will go through. Hmm? Oh, there's no, there's no, there's a song that they used to sing in Nigeria, which is very unbiblical. It says, it says, God of miracles, now my papa, God of miracles, now my papa, which is to say, the God of miracles is my father. That's accurate. But then he says, me, I know, go suffer. I know, go beg for bread. You know what that means? It says, I will never suffer. That, that, that part is unbiblical. Because the righteous shall suffer. Persecution. Correct? Yeah. I know go beg for bread. That means I won't beg for bread. That is in order. But that part. Me, I know go suffer. You will suffer. Yeah. Suffering is part of the gospel. It's part of the Christian life. They that live godly. What do you do with such scriptures? Yeah. Yes. So sometimes you, your, your, your suffering could be because of the way people will treat you. People will, will, will castigate you. People will misunderstand you. Sometimes life will be unnecessarily tough for a season. It's just for a season. It's not for life. It's for a season. It's for a moment. 
In fact, to use Paul's words, he says, for a moment. It's for a moment. I've shared my story of how I was going through some things and I began to seek the Lord. I began to say, Lord, what have I done? Huh? If I have sinned, tell me so that I can repent. Yeah, this is too much. This is not what you promised me in your word. You didn't promise me this. Yeah. I said, okay, if I have missed it, show me so that I can correct it. I sought the Lord. For three weeks, I was seeking the Lord. And while I was sleeping, I heard the voice from heaven. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. You know what it says? <laughs> huh? Come on, look at that. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. But that was my answer. I was sleeping and I heard the voice from heaven. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. Boom, I woke up. I said, oh my, okay. Move my Bible. I saw this. <laughs> I know it was something, an answer that would take me out of my situation. That was what I was expecting. And you know what? After that, things even got worse. Things got worse. I was kicked out of the house. We were evicted. Sent packing after that time. After that time, I was taken to court. Huh? After that time, they came, they, they, the bailiff came from court and was trying to attach things. After that time, as a good soldier, endure hardship. My circumstance did not change, but my heart changed. My heart changed. Amen? And I'll be going through that and say, Lord, you know. Just strengthen me. <laughs> Give me the strength to go through what I'm supposed to go through. Because the best soldiers are trained before war. Yes? If war begins and they begin to enlist people, those are the ones that die like flies. Because they are not adequately trained. So if you are being trained before war, you should be happy. Well equipped. Hallelujah. So, it doesn't matter. Come on, say it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I go through. I'm coming out on top. Yeah. Telling you. Yeah. There will be people who will not know what you went through and they'll be jealous of you. The time will come. They'll be jealous of you. But they don't know the process you've gone through. They don't know the process you've gone through. I know what I've gone through. And I don't need to apologize for God's blessing. Because you were not there when I was going into trouble. You were not there when I was in the fire. You were not there. Correct? So they're not there when you are in your fire. They're not there. Now God is promoting you. They say, who does she think she is? 
tell them to go and sleep. Yeah. If they're too, if they're too jealous about it, let them jump into a lake or something. Just allow God to do his work in your life. Hallelujah. Yes. So he says, next verse, he says, So then, death is working in us, but life in you. All right? And since we have the same spirit of faith. Come on. Do you have the same spirit? Have you received the same spirit of faith? According to what is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Do you speak what you believe? Do you believe before you speak? <laughs> Yay! I'm telling you, something is happening in your life. Yes. It says, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Now, look at verse 16. Key verse. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Come on. Therefore. In other words, all these things we've been going through, we don't lose heart. Never lose heart. Never lose heart. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Don't, don't feel sorry for yourself. Self-pity is not godly. Self-pity is an expression of pride. It's one of the many faces of pride. Pride has many faces, I'm telling you. It's like a chameleon. It camouflages itself. Comes into your life in a way and then blends. So you are not able to spot it. When you start pitying yourself, you are a proud person. You need to repent. Are you getting me? Yeah, it is. So, don't lose heart. Don't say to yourself, oh, nobody, if I, everybody, if anybody in this church knew what I was going through, oh, why should we know? If we don't know, we don't know. If we know and we can do something, we will. But guess what? We are not God. Come on. Or do you want to play God? <laughs> the next God in line. <laughs> don't get into trouble. Don't carry what you cannot handle. Yes. So even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Hallelujah. The outward man, the body is weak. Outwardly, it's like everything is falling apart. But inside, daily, you are being renewed. Hallelujah. You are being refreshed. You are being strengthened. That's, that's what I'm talking about. There are people that you look at their lives and you say, how on earth do you get through a thing like that? How can you have a song huh, in the midst of all of this? Yeah. 
Andrew Crouch, God bless his soul. He, he sang a song. He says, how can you have a song when everything is going wrong? He says, I don't worry. I don't fret. My God has never failed me yet. Trouble comes from time to time. But that's all right. I'm not worried of it. Because I've got confidence. God is going to see me through. No matter what the case may be. I know he's going to fix it for me. Amen. Yeah, that, those are the kind of things you should meditate on. Stop meditating on your situation. Meditate on the word of God. Fill your mind with the word of God. And it will take you beyond your situation. Okay, let's read on. Let's read on before time is going. Four, come on, verse 17. This is key. This is key. Let's read it together. Come on. One, two, three. For our light affliction, which is for, for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Can you see that? What did he call it? Light what? Those are the things he listed before. They are light. They are light. Yeah, those are the light afflictions. Crushed. Huh? Persecuted. That's light. Say light. Light. Light affliction. Because when you compare it to what you are going to carry, it is light. It is light. Because at the end of the day, when you start carrying the glory, you say, Lord, was that the price that I had to pay for this? That was so, so small. So we are talking about a glory. He says a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. Can you see that? Weight of glory. Glory has weight. Not all of us will carry the same glory. Because not all of us have gone through the same process. Alright? So the more you go through the process, the, the more your capacity... To handle a higher weight. To carry a higher weight of glory. And that glory will be for eternity. So this new breed. This is a breed that will carry glory. Weight of glory. Are you following me? Weight of glory. There's a weight. What you are going through is just like training. Training for glory. Training for glory. And that's why we need to appreciate what God is taking us through. Even though it's not palatable. We'll feel, oh God, this is too much. <clears throat> I remember when I used to pray, Lord, the fire is so much. Give me the strength. And help me to learn quickly. So that I don't stay in this level for too long. No, that's, I'm telling you. Because the thing about God is that he doesn't promote you if you don't pass. He, can't, he won't say, oh, you've been in this class for so long. Okay, your age mates have gone ahead. Just follow them. No, God is not like our education system. You stayed there till you pass. The Israelites stayed for 40 years and they didn't learn. God said, okay. <laughs> Next generation. Yeah, so let's not complain. 
Amen? There is a weight of glory. Do you want, do you, do you want, do you want to carry some of these extinct manifestations that we're talking about? Then you have to go through the process. You have to go through the process so that you can handle it. If not, if you don't go through the process, it will destroy you. It will destroy you if you don't go through the process. Listen, I've seen many people, I've seen ministers, they rise like that, poof. Then they are on top. It's like, ooh, wow, the best, this, this, this. The next thing is, whoosh, crash. Some of them, because they have money, they have some good connections, good this, they put all of that together to, you know, to, to, to boost themselves. And they rise they become prominent before time. So because they become prominent before time, guess what? They are not ready to handle the principalities of that time. Because they don't have the weight to deal with those kind of forces. They don't have the weight yet. They are not ready to handle the powers that rule nations. They are not ready for that. But because they have means, boom, they use media, they use marketing, they use everything, boom, boom, self-promotion, boom, boom, boom. And they are right there on the platform with all the generals. And people are fooled. But guess what? God is not fooled. The devil is not fooled. Yeah. So then you see, ah, this person, let me... Let me give you this secret. Anybody that rises in a flash and becomes boom, boom, like that, quickly, just watch them. A few years. You know, it's not even for long. Just a few years. I'm telling you, from experience, I've seen it happen again and again. They'll soon become history. People will even forget that they even existed. I know people who will be filling stadium. Huh? They just like that. Like a shooting star. You know a shooting star? It appears. It's gone. Why? No process. I'm not saying God didn't call them. If you don't go through the process, you see that in scripture. Look at David. Compare him to Saul. Saul didn't go through the process. He was elevated quickly because the people wanted a king. They demand, oh, God, oh. God said, okay, okay. Let's see, What's, who is the best among all of them? Because none of them is ready. None of them is processed. The most, the closest person was Saul. No process. Just on one journey, by the time he comes back, he's already anointed. Huh? Made king. Hey, hail the king. Hail, hail. When Goliath came, he couldn't handle Goliath. He hasn't gone through process. He hasn't gone through process. So you now, at that level, principalities begin to show up, and you're not ready. But you have the position. You have the position, no weight. No glory. Hey, 
I know this is for ministers, but it's because you are a minister, I'm giving it to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, he is there. Now, the whole nation is looking up to him. He can't do anything. Everybody's hiding. He's also hiding. And he's the tallest. So he, at least if they say someone that is close in height, he should be the one. Who among them has been anointed? He has been anointed. But he's hiding. Oh, my Lord. What do we do now? Huh? And then a small boy. A small boy who has been going through process. Do you understand what I'm saying? A small boy who has been going through process in the wilderness, not known. Nobody acknowledges him. Nobody, even his own family. They didn't, they didn't regard him. When someone came to the house to, 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 to anoint and asked Jesse to bring his sons, they forgot David. They forgot David. I said, oh, yeah, bring all your sons. He brings all of them. And the Lord didn't choose any of them. He said, are these all your sons? Hey, by the way, there is uh, David. He's, he's, he's in the bush. He's not really important. You know, he's just a shepherd boy. He said, well, go and bring him. As he arrives, the Lord says, that's the one. He has been going through process. Do you get what I'm saying? People, I see it all the time. I see it in ministry, in preachers, I see it with musicians, I see it in many areas, even in business. People, because, yeah, no. Just give him time. The principalities will devour them. I'm telling you, if they don't go through this process, they will be devout. That's why people cannot handle. They cannot handle what is released. Because they have not gone through the process. That's why pride kills them. Before you know it, boom, they become lifted. They become over-important. Hello? Is it okay to share these things with you? Or you want the millionaire message? Ah, yeah, yeah. This thing is serious, I'm telling you. This is serious. And that's why I don't mind. If I, have, if I still have another 20 years to go, I'm ready to go through it. Do you understand? I'm ready to go through it. Because I know, I can see. I can see. There's something I can see. There's a weight of glory I can see. There's something I know that once I grab it, for eternity. No one can take it. I'm serious. No one can take it away. But look at David. Even after he was anointed, did he become king? <laughs> that was the beginning of his sorrows. You would think because he's anointed, now, ah! Ah! So, you know, I'm the anointed. You, your era is over. It's now my time. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that. After the anointing, he went back to keeping sheep. He didn't come to his father and say, Dad, did you hear what the prophet said about me? 
Because some people are like that. You give them a prophetic word, that's the end. They abandon their commitment. They abandon their post. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it over and over and over again. They get to a point, now I can do what the pastor is doing. Yeah, what, 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 what has he got that I don't have? You don't know. Go. You don't have, you've not gone through process. You will discover. <laughs> you will discover. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take long. These things are real. My people. I love you. That's why I'm sharing this with you. These are my personal secrets. <laughs> I'm telling you. So it should keep you. It doesn't matter how anointed you are. You stay in your post. Wait. Come on. Wait. After that, David was called to take care of Saul. Help to play. Serve Saul. He was sitting at his table. And he had every opportunity to take him out if he wanted. And for years. And this man started hunting him. Wanting to kill him. But David continued. He says, I'm not going to short circuit God's process. I will go through it. This breed will go through the process. I said, this breed will go through their process. Doesn't matter. Went through it. Yes. So why? There is an, a weight of glory that we want to handle. Do you want to handle that? Do you want to, to stand and be able to part the sea? Huh? You just tell, in the name of Jesus. Boom. Say power. That's glory, man. Yeah. It doesn't just happen. Look, look at Moses. 40 years process. May your process not be as long. <laughs> yeah. Moses' process was 40 years. But at the end, look at who do you know that carried what Moses carried? God could trust him with that kind of glory. Why? He's gone through the process. Some of us, God can't trust us yet. We're not ready. We're not ready. There are some things I've been asking God for. I've been pushing and pushing. You know what? God sent a prophet to tell me, you're not yet ready. It's still coming. But continue. Do this, do this, do this. Work on this area. Work on that area. And I'm working on it. Yeah. There are, there are principles that govern a lot of things. A lot of times we just see things. We just see on the surface. We don't know. There are a lot of things. Amen? Yeah. So you see somebody. You see him. He, he comes. He, he stands. And you listen to him. It's like one preacher was listening to Benny. He invited Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn came out. He said, ah, what, what is this? I can preach better than this. No? He said, look at what he's saying. I can do it better. You know, you, as he was saying that, the Holy Spirit said to him, that is why I did not give you what I gave him. He said, humble yourself and listen. What he has, you don't have. How many people know if God talks to you like that, you, he really loves you? 
is it? Oh, well, no, I, I, I can do better than that. I can do better. Go ahead. Go do better. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sure. I didn't plan to go this way, but it's okay, right? Okay. Now, look at verse 18. I think we'll stop there. Verse 18. Huh? He says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Yeah. What you are going through right now is seen. So you don't major on what you see. Okay? You, you need to look at the glory. There's a weight of glory I want to carry. I want to carry a kind of glory that when I go into a region, all the powers there will say, who has arrived? Let me tell you this story. This happened to Pastor Sam. You know, after he had his uh, fire encounter um, with the Lord in 1994, when the Lord walked into his room and put fire on him and, you know, ushered him into the prophetic he, he was invited to a, to, a, um, to a city to preach. So this had been, the, 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 the meeting had been confirmed before he had his encounter. So he, and when he had this encounter, he just cut off, he, you know, there, there were some steps he took. But he had to honor, he had to honor that, in, he, honor that invitation. All right? So he goes to this place to preach. He's there in the hotel, you know, just praying, yielding. As he's walking in the hotel, the Holy Spirit says to him, I don't know if I should go into those details. Okay, let me just give you. <laughs> yeah, there's, there was a painting on the wall, an artwork rather. The, the Lord said to him, go and take that artwork and check the back. So he took it. And he checked the back. On the back, there was an, um, an artwork of people having sex. And then the, the Spirit said to him, everyone that comes into this room, this Spirit, you know, influences them. Huh? Yeah. So, he, he had a few experiences in that hotel. But... To the point, I go straight to the point, when he went to minister in that church, it was catastrophic. But he had a vision, and in that vision he saw it was being played out. The, the, the spirits in that area were talking among themselves. Where did this man come from? He heard this. He said, where did he come from? And then another spirit says, oh, he came from, uh, they said, part of Lagos. He says, they, they say he, came, he came from Isolo. And all. Then, they, then they ask, why did the spirit in Isolo not tell us that he was coming? Huh? He, oh, why? Why? Then, there was a question that was asked. These are spirits talking. Prin principalities are talking. 
Who, who, how come he rose to this level? How, how did you allow him to rise to this level? You know what? Then the scene changed and he saw his village. And they summoned the spirit in his village. And they said, why did you allow him to rise to this level? Then he saw one of his relatives come out and say, honestly, I did everything. Look at the chain that I tied him with. But he broke loose. <laughs> Have you ever heard such a thing? And he's seeing all of this. It's being played out before him in a vision. Hmm? They say, we didn't know there's a man like this. How? How come? How was he under the radar? How did he grow? How did he... They began to check every part of his, his life. How did he get to this point? But there was a relative of his that was used to, ch to chain him. He said, this is the chain I used. But he broke loose. I tried my best, honestly. And he said, after that, that relative died. Not too long after that. <laughs> hey, you see, when you get to a point where you can handle certain glory, anybody that comes against you will collide with the glory. And they can't survive. Can't survive. No, I mean, he's not, he's not like the most mega pastor, mega preacher and all of that. He's not. But in the spirit. There are levels and there are levels. So when you go through process, there is a weight you will carry. That when you go into a place, the spirit in that region will say, she has come again. They, 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 know. they know. They know everybody's level. So we might deceive people. But we can't deceive them. Because they are spirits. They see. The realm of the spirit is open. It's an open realm. Anybody that is there will see. But I want you to go through the process so that you can handle. Hallelujah. Amen. You can carry that weight. You see, when you go into a nation, the spirits in that nation will be saying, oh my God, what are we going to do now? Yeah, we need to, we need to, we need, we need, we need to start why? Because you have arrived. What you are carrying. Let's stand up. Let's pray. Come on. Oh. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.